Hello world and welcome back to The Morning Geekdom Goes to the Movies. I am your host Anthony Matulin and today I am joined by Damien. On today's episode we will be reviewing Triple Frontier. I have never had a feeling as pure or proud as completing a mission with all of you. Everything we've done for the last 17 years, trying to make a difference. And we never took a dime. You've been shot five times for your country, and you can't even afford to send your kids to college. I got a job for you. I'm retired. Fish, I need a pilot. I got the new baby now. This can change you and that baby's life forever. We finally get to use our skills for our own benefit. All right, let's do it. Damien, did you like this movie? I did. Okay. <laughs> Were you surprised that you liked this movie? I guess is the better question. I didn't see any of the trailers. You just, okay. you were like, hey, go see a movie. We went and saw the movie. We were both like, hey, that movie, like, probably not going to be able to talk about it for more than three minutes. Sure. And then you're like, see this other movie instead. And so I went and saw that, or I watched that this afternoon. And uh, I enjoyed it. I felt like it was a cautionary tale with so some are action. We, are we cheating that the movie actually, so it actually is the rare Netflix movie that had a theatrical release last weekend. It did? And then, yep, I guess it had a limited release last weekend hmm. and then came on Netflix this weekend. So are we cheating by doing a review this week when it actually came out last week? Mm, I don't think so. All right. Uh... Yeah, I, so I watched the trailers, right, for it, um, and it's not, I don't know if you ended up actually watching any of the trailers or not, Mm-mm. It, it's not like what the trailer suggests it is at all. Hmm. Like, they, the trailer makes it out to be um, like Oscar Isaacs, who is like the the uh, Poe Dameron, right, mm-hmm. from Star Wars, that he is going to be like the bad guy, and that they're like, he's got ulterior, ulterior? Alternative? Alterative? What, say that word. What's that word, Daniel? Alterior. Thank you. Motives. <laughs> um, but that's not like how it, how it ends up being, right? No, definitely not. Definitely not. Okay, so should I read the synopsis? Yeah, yeah. Five former special force operatives reunite to plan a heist in a sparsely populated multi-border zone in South America. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's technically like right. I mean, do you ever think we're going to get another movie with Batman, Poe Dameron, uh, fucking Jax Teller, uh, the Red Viper, and Sam Flynn from Tron? No, I. it makes sense now that it was a theatrical release, because one of the things I was going to say is, like, there's some pretty heavy hitters in this for a Netflix thing. For sure. I mean, but Netflix is like a heavy hitter now, it's right? It's true. It's true. But, like, there's just a lot. There's a lot. So, uh, you know, just, just like always, so we're going to spoil this movie, um, intentionally or non-intentionally probably going to get into who dies who doesn't die things like that so if you don't want to be spoiled you should probably stop listening true um true word you think ben affleck's kind of like the villain of the movie yeah like it's not a good look for him right no it's pretty bad like physically he looks terrible yeah 
Like he's like, it looks like he was like Netflix said, Hey, how about this bag of cash to come film this movie? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And just rolls off the couch. And he's like, I'm going to be a ex. I don't know if they're supposed to be Marines or like army Rangers. I'm not sure what the hell they're supposed to be. Right. Yeah. Some kind of special forces, obviously. Yeah. So, so our own synopsis of the movie. So Oscar Isaac, who his nickname is Pope FYI, it's a bad look for my man, Garrett Hedlund, who is the dude from Tron. Only one of the five that don't have a nickname. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, so Ben Affleck is Red Fly. Mm-hmm. Charlie Hunnam is Ironhead. Yeah. Oscar Isaacs is Pope. And Pedro Pascal is Catfish. And then Garrett Hedlund's just Ben. That's right. That's <laughs> right. I totally didn't pick up on that. I'm so bad with names. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so so Pope is, what, working for the... I don't know government in Mexico. Is it? Is are they are they in Mexico? Well, it's South America, so they're obviously not in Mexico. Where are they supposed to be? Um, the I don't know actually because they're right. They're they're going to the Andes, and they talked about being in Peru at some point, right? Peru is where they're going to when they get out of the Andes onto the boat. They're going to Peru as like a safe haven that's to right, get out right. of South America. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. Where's there a rain, where's a rainforest in South America? I feel like Brazil. The majority of South America is a rainforest. That, okay. that that could be a really stupid, you know, thing to say. I, but I feel like a, there's a huge chunk of it that is. Yeah, I mean, I just started saying, "Hey, the movie takes place in Mexico." When it says they're in South America, <laughs> so who's who's the bigger dummy? Oh God. <laughs> um, okay, so I yeah, so obviously they're in a rainforest. Um, he is working for whatever country he's in is as like a an operative or like a. I don't know, like a consultant type thing to right. stop a drug lord. Um, realizes, like, I guess he's been hunting for the drug lord for a few years. Realizes that the drug lord has seventy-five million at first in cash in his house because he doesn't believe in banks. So then he decides to uh, assemble like his old crew, and they're going to go um, rob this guy, right? With yeah. the caveat that they want to kill him as well. Mm-hmm. When they get there, they realize there's what hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, try to take it and then it that's when it turns into like it's not necessarily an action movie after that point like it's pretty heavy action at first and then it kind of turns into like i don't know i'm trying to think of what what i would compare it to i don't even know it's like uh that movie alive where the soccer team crashes on the fucking mountain oh yeah with with the exception of they're not you know they're not cannibals yeah i kept i kept thinking like okay this has been going too well so far like shit's gonna go down in the house Something's going to happen, and they basically make it through that, and I'm like, okay, something's going to happen, like, on the way. Um, And they kept, like, getting through really quickly, and I'm like, this is a two-plus-hour movie. There's no way everything's going to go this smoothly. Yeah, I assumed that they were going to get out of South America, you know, get back to the States or whatever, start using, spending the money, and then the cartel, because they allude to that it's not just this guy's money, it's a bunch of uh, uh, drug lords or Mm -hmm. kingpins' money that they were all going to start hunting them down, right? And that doesn't happen. I mean, they don't make it. The movie ends with them still in Peru. Right. I mean, they did kind of like sort of leave it open for that, but... Yeah, yeah. I didn't, yeah. Uh, I didn't. Go ahead. So so Ben Affleck gets headshotted, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of surprising. I, I just He's the heaviest hitter out of everybody in this movie. I didn't think he would die. Um, a donkey falls off the side of a cliff. <laughs> Man, that was rough. Who do you feel worse for? I feel worse <laughs> for the donkey, for sure. Hundred percent, right? Yeah, dude. The crew is. I think the crew is even more broken up about the donkey. Yeah, man. 
It's a bad look for Ben Affleck, this movie. It is. I couldn't tell if that's how, like, they intended the character to be or if that... Obviously, I don't know Ben Affleck, but or, or if that was just like, he's like, okay, whatever, somebody gave me a bunch of money, I'm going to like be in this movie real quick. And kinda... He's not bad. Like, nobody's bad. I was surprised that it's actually like an entertaining, decent movie. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, I thought he, uh, it's not that he's he's like, his, his character is just really, just kind of like meh. Like, he's just very, I don't know, kind of disenfranchised by the, by the American government, right? Um, he's the leader of that crew. Like he's the, he would have been the higher ranking officer, it appears. And then when they assemble back together, he's like the leader and he's the one who's the most reluctant to do it because he's the one who's like, if we do this, we're criminals. But then he's the one who kind of turns into the most like ruthless out of the bunch. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like to qualify my earlier statement, I feel like he actually did a good job. I just don't know if he did a good job because, you know, because they just, his you know, personality fit the character well, or, yeah. or if he played it, maybe there, I don't know if there's a difference at the, you know, after saying it out loud, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought like he, he felt like a bit of, you know, the kind of like unfortunate stereo, like archetype for, for like a returning vet. And they have like, yeah, these skill set that's completely useless. He's also like, kind of just like, you know, a bit of a, shitty dude of like drinking and driving picking up like his daughter or whatever like <laughs> it just seemed like not great i mean at least he's got like the beer koozie <laughs> whatever that thing I mean, the I, cozy I koozie, what's it called yeah <laughs> and he's trying to sell like you know semi-priced uh middle of the road priced uh real estate right it's true it doesn't seem like he was trying very hard but would you buy would you buy a piece of land from ben affleck definitely not Definitely not. Definitely not. Out of the five men, who would you buy? A, you know, if, if they're all real estate agents, who would you buy from? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So would you buy from Batman, Jax Teller, Red Viper, uh, Sam Flynn, or Poe Dameron? It's it's probably between Jax and Poe. Yeah, man, I got I got a bit of like a like a little bit of a man crush on both of them. Yeah, especially Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, for I mean, sure. My man can do really no wrong in my eyes. And then I, you know, I, I enjoy Oscar Isaac quite a bit, but I like Garrett Hedlund as well. The, the Tron is, you know, Tron Legacy, the, the sequel to the original Tron is like sneaky, like uh, one of my recent most enjoyable movies to rewatch yeah. in the last, like, I don't know, like 10, 12 years. Agree. Um, but then, I mean, Pedro Pascal, fucking Red Viper from, from Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I got to say Ben Affleck probably comes in like last for me. Definitely. Of the crew? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like if I had an MFK. <laughs> Between the five of them? Yeah. I don't think Ben Affleck even makes the cut. No. Yeah. He, he's like, he's a third string. Damn, I mean, he might be like fifth string, dude. Maybe. That's a, should we do that? <laughs> no, I don't think we need to go that deep. <laughs> it's getting weird. Yeah. It's getting weird. It's here. getting weird. All right. Um. Yeah, so I, I really enjoyed it, man. It's just, it's not, I thought when I watched the trailer, I was like, all right, this is going to be kind of your standard. Because I have a certain, certain idea on movies that are military based, where, you know, just based on our kind of, of our culture, like if you openly say you don't like a military movie, somehow that makes you less of like an American or less of a patriot or whatever, mm-hmm. right? But when I see these, they're all so like carbon copy, corny just you know what's going to happen there's the exceptions like american sniper things like that yeah. i mean but they're pumping these things out all the time so i saw the trailer to this and i was like all right it's gonna be another sh- you know shitty 
like war veteran movie. I'm just not interested. Um, cause I mean, they're not all going to be like Hurt Locker. Right. I don't know if you ever saw Hurt oh, Locker. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I really enjoyed this. Yeah. A lot. I, like, yeah. Like I said, I enjoyed it as well. Quite a bit actually. Would you recommend it to anybody? Yeah, definitely. Would you watch it again? I would watch it again. Okay. I got to send you the trailer cause I'm interested now if you see the trailer, um, what you'll think like watching it. Yeah. Now I'm curious because you said that it doesn't actually kind of set you up for what the movie actually is. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, they make it seem much more like Oscar Isaacs is going to be the villain. Hmm. Like he lied to us, and and I mean, I even think that they have that that line in there. I think uh, Charlie Hunnam says, uh, "You lied to us," or something like that, which I think is in the movie. You think they go back for the money? Is that how? The, is that what the ending means? I, I yeah. I mean, that was like my take on it. They're it's like a leaving it sort of open. It doesn't seem like a sequel kind of movie. I don't know what you do with it other than yeah. just continuing the chase of, you know, the, these drug loads or whatever, the cartel or narcos, uh, you know, hunting them down. But yeah, they're like, yeah, you can go back and get it. Here's the coordinates. I mean, to be fair though, I mean, Sicario didn't seem like a movie that would have a sequel and it had a sequel and the sequel is enjoyable, but it's like a completely different movie. It's completely. Yeah. 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 Which I can I could see this having a sequel and kind of going with that same strategy where it's a, just a different movie where the first Sicario is super heavy. Obviously, this is not Sicario. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, it sounds ridiculous, but this is way more lighthearted. There's yeah. no like rapey undertones. Um, but I could see this having a, a similar you know sequel where it's just a completely different type of movie. Yeah, I could. Where s- it, the second one could be a little heavier, you know. Yeah, I could see them doing that. I'd be okay with it. Actually, know that uh, Batman's dead. <laughs> so at the end, or I guess not at the end, with maybe what like twenty minutes to go in the movie, you know the donkey dies, and then right after fucking Ben Affleck gets headshotted, mm-hmm. and he's the one that uh, they allude to having a family, right? Even though Pedro Pascal I think says he has like a, a kid on the way or a kid that was just born or something. Um, so he has a, a family, and he's doing it for his family, and they say I think he got shot five times for his country and can't send his kids to college. Um, so he's doing it for his family. He gets killed. At the end, they can't take all of the money, which that's my biggest gripe with the whole movie is the whole weight of the money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they all sign. They take a, you know, a limited amount of money, whatever they can carry in their backpacks, and they sign it all over to his family right at the end. Mm-hmm. But they throw the rest of the money into like a ravine in the, in the Andes, right? That's where they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Charlie Hunnam has, and I didn't catch that during the movie. Did he have something like that showed the coordinates? Yeah, at the very end of the movie, he gives him a piece of paper. Um, it's like the last line, I feel like, and it right. has coordinates on it. Right. No, I saw that, but I'm saying like when they actually like threw the stuff into the ravine, did he have something where he was like recording the coordinates? Oh no, I don't. I don't think so. Not that I remember. Okay, because I know he had like the binocular thing. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what his. Each one has kind of a. Specialty. Well, I guess not each one. Yeah, but I don't know what his specialty was. Whose? Charlie Hunnam, Jax. Um, Ironhead. So, yeah. so Ben Affleck was the, the one who is the strategy, right? Comes up with a strategy. Mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal, who's the Red Viper, he's the one who uh, is the, the pilot. Mm-hmm. Oscar, or uh, um, Garrett Hedlund, the dude from Tron, is like the demolitions, it seems like, because he's the one blowing the doors and everything. Yep. But Oscar Isaac and Charlie Hunnam, I don't really remember or if they said what their like specialty was. I think he's like Soldier 76. He's kind of like just an all-around good dude. Charlie Hunnam? Yeah. Okay. And then Oscar Isaac's just banging all the hot chicks. Yeah. I mean, 
Obviously. Right. right. Avi. <laughs> Soldier 76. Just putting in work. Shout out to Overwatch. <laughs> Which I actually uninstalled this past week because I was on such a tilt. I was like, I got to get this off my, my PlayStation. That's called rage quitting. Well, the no, I played uh, the new season. I played for a while, and it's the lowest I've ever been. And it's just like, I don't... Maybe it's just, again, rage quitting. <laughs> or <laughs> yeah, it's I mean. the... Or it's the meta. Like, the characters, the, the players I use are just terrible this season. So I just can't get, I can't get anything going. Yeah, I mean, you may have rage quit because there's something in the meta that you don't enjoy, but you still rage quit. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I, I played it for, I probably put like six or seven hours into the season already. And then I was just like, this is causing me <laughs> mental, mental anguish. anguish. <laughs> Let yeah. me just uninstall. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's still a rage quit. All right. I mean, a rage quit would have been probably breaking the disc. No, I mean... That's un- the ultimate. That's the sure. ultimate. That's like fury quit. <laughs> oh, there's a difference? Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, it so just... I was say, is, a- is rage worse than fury? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like fury is worse. How do we get on this? I don't know. <laughs> Soldier 76. <laughs> Soldier 76. All right, man. But yeah, shout out to the donkey... I feel bad for the donkey. Dude, R.I.P. donkey. Yeah, R.I.P., man. And they felt like they show it, too. I know. You seem like tumbling and the money's going everywhere. And then the rest of them are, the rest of the donkeys are just like, fuck this noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's that? That's the thing that, that's the one thing I didn't like is the, uh, when they talk about the weight of the money. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's heavy. I get that. Um, how much did it weigh, they said, when it was going onto the plane? I don't remember. I thought they said it was like 2,000 pounds, wasn't it? Yeah, so onto, onto the helicopter. Can you then strap that much weight to like four donkeys? I don't know. I had that question as well. And they also <laughs> like hand carried all that stuff. That was the other thing I had issues with is like when they get over the 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 peak in the Andes, it's like, dude, another trek to the ocean. Yeah. And they're just like, fuck it. We're going to do this and we're going to carry Ben Affleck. Right. Right. And Charlie Hunnam's got a through and through. It's true. It's true. Like he got shot in the gut through and through, but he's like, hey, I'm just going to carry this shit. Yeah, dude. Insides are bleeding. And he's like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'm Jax Teller. Yeah. Dude. Reaper crew. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I certainly enjoyed it more than Captain Marvel. <laughs> certainly. <laughs> Did you enjoy it more than Captive State? Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. It was it, it felt just really messy. I really like John Goodman. Um, yeah, I actually like I, I like him. At, you know, as he is right now, like a bit older, um, right? And I thought his character was cool, but I just like other than that, I didn't really. It feels like there's a lot of room to care about the characters, and mm-hmm. I didn't care about anybody. See, okay, so when I saw the trailer, because that's what we were originally going to see. Well, we did both see it, but that's what we were originally going to talk about. We're not going to spend too much time talking about it. But I saw the trailer, and I was like, all right, is this going to be, and you haven't seen it, but I thought it was going to be like Attack the Block, right? Mm-hmm. Or even a, a little bit of the, what is the movie where he's underground with uh, Mary Elizabeth Winston? Um, Cloverfield. Is it Cloverfield? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, though. yeah. So I thought it was going to be a little bit of one of those two, and it's not. It's neither of those. No. And from the trailer, it's hard to tell what the hell it's going to be. Yeah. It reminded me a bit, since we're on the video game references, it reminded me a bit of Half-Life. Um, okay. Which I don't think you ever played. 
um, but but I I have in my top two highest um, like most favorite game series slash universes like of all time and um, there, there's some parallels there with like you know aliens coming to earth and taking over and then we have like these sort of like new overseers etc etc and so I, when I when I first kind of like started putting that together I was like oh this is cool because it you know kind of reminds you of Half-Life but but it pretty quickly fell off the rails yeah yeah I, I mean I never played Half-Life so I can't say that it it reminds me of that at all yeah um I did think now that you mentioned that a little bit going back to Triple Frontier that felt like a video game a little bit to me um oh, where yeah. I felt like that could be like a legit good story for a video game and it and it is filmed and it feels like a little bit of a stealthy, like a, you know, FPS type thing. Yeah, I thought um, about that too. I think, honestly, you could take uh, all of the main scenes and they might actually already be scenes from one of the Modern Warfare uh, games. Yeah, they, they could be. I mean, no, I don't remember a donkey ever dying in Modern Warfare. <laughs> That's true. R.I.P. Donkey. Back. Yeah. Again. Um, but yeah, Captive State, going back to that, it was a bit of a mess. Um, yeah. I didn't hate it but I didn't really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I, I would probably, it's super forgettable. Um, it doesn't, you know, I, Rotten Tomatoes, it's in like the 40%. Um, so whatever. But uh, yeah, it was just from the trailer, like you said, it was just hard to understand what the hell it is. I showed Beth, Beth the trailer um, yesterday when we did the Harry Potter podcast. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what the, at the end, she's like, there's aliens in that movie. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's like kind of what it's about. Yeah. And she, she had no idea. And I think you kind of felt that same way when we, we talked about it originally. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, man. So going back to Triple Frontier, uh, I would definitely recommend it to people. Uh, like my father-in-law is going to be here tomorrow. I'd probably recommend, you know, recommend it for him. He doesn't have a very, I mean, he likes everything, especially if there's, you know, guns and whatnot. So he would, I'm sure he'd like it, but I'll definitely recommend it to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted, I want to, we're going to do some, some, on the spot, hey, what do you think about this, right? Okay. So for the Morning Geekdom Goes to the Movies, we, we need to come up. We talked about the IMDb, IMDb version of uh, reviewing movies or scoring movies, right? Mm-hmm. And then we talked about just the one through five. Mm-hmm. What do you think about one through five breakfast burritos or one through five blizzards? I, don't, I have mixed feelings about that because like one <laughs> blizzard is amazing. Oh, man. That's true. Yeah. And then five would just make you want to vomit. Right. The the scale might actually go the other way. Same with breakfast burritos. Same with breakfast burritos. All right. Let's whiteboard it. Okay. Just think about it. Yeah. You can take it back to the drawing board for a little bit. So I would give give this movie probably three stars. Three out of five. Yeah. It's it's above average. Yeah. I think I'd do three as well. I'd be somewhere between three and four maybe. Okay, four. Yeah, four would be high. Yeah, um, for me, but because I mean, four is pretty much. I mean, next step after four is five, obviously, and and five would be <laughs> essentially like just just to throw it out there. <laughs> wow, insights. <laughs> yeah, insights. Five would be like a perfect movie. Yeah, for sure. That's why almost Tyler's you know one through ten is better, but then there's a lot of just just a mess. I mean, it's yeah, five. it just gives you nuance so that you can kind of like hide in there. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. Tyler bringing that to the table, and if it works for him, I'm okay with that. But yeah, I mean, he does what he wants, anyways. You know, yeah. I'm a All right, so guy. next week, next week, what are we doing? Um, what's next? Is it us next week? Us is next. Okay, week. Okay, yeah, I'm pretty hyped for that. 
pretty hyped. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you what the score is right now on Rotten Tomatoes? I feel like I don't. Will that influence your if you're going to like it or not? Um, I mean, I don't think so. Actually, fuck it. Now you pique my stupid interest, so I'm curious. One hundo. Wow. <laughs> it only, I mean, it was only screened at uh, South by Southwest, so I, I don't know how many reviewers, uh, mm. critics actually got to see it. But I mean, it's a starting point. They also yeah. screamed. I know another movie I'm excited about. I think you're excited about is Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. You want to know what that got? Mm, yeah, that one's gonna be. It's gotta be significantly lower. One hundo. No way. Yeah. So far, they said it's uh, the the couple reviews I read. And you know, I'm trying to stay because I, I I that that source material is near and dear to my heart. That's yeah, one of my yeah. favorite Stephen Kings. Um, it they said it's like one of the most pure adaptations of of any of his work. That's awesome. I, I figured it'd be, it would be low because it's always difficult, you know, to do movie adaptations of books. Yeah. Um, and you know, the difference with us is like, yeah, it's very, uh, you know, sort of new and original. Right. But that's, those are, that's surprising, uh, and amazing. Yeah. I mean, for, for us again, I don't know, like I have no idea what to expect because I, I've, Talk to a few people who have actually saw that movie early on for screeners, like where they go in and they screen the movie, um, like on rough cuts and everything. Mm -hmm. And those people told me it wasn't, um, wasn't a horror movie. It's not what you expect. Us? Yes. But then Jordan Peele, like Tyler sent today on our Discord app, is, you know, very staunch. Yes, it's a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I just expect it to be good, and I expect it to be original, but I have no expectations of it being, like, scary or a horror movie. Yeah. God, I'm so excited for this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope we're not all let down. Yeah. All right, buddy. Uh, you will be down here, not next weekend, but the weekend after. I'm super pumped. Yeah. What are we going to do? WonderCon? We're going to WonderCon. Probably going to hit DQ. Going to hit DQ. Yeah. It's your birthday, so we're going to a place called Hop Dottie. You don't know about that, but I just told you. No, I don't know about that. All right. Hop Dottie. All right. Look it up. I'm in. Sunday night, Hop Dottie. I'm in. Um, but we're also going to be doing the Matrix podcast, 20th anniversary. Oh, yeah. And I'm going, yeah, there's a theatrical <laughs> screening, I think, the weekend before. It. Uh, yeah, you said it's next. It's, so it's this coming weekend. This so coming you're going to see us and the Matrix the same weekend. The the Matrix is like, uh, you know, because it's the whole 20-year screening, it's like seven o'clock on sunday mm. so that'll be that'll be kind of late um but okay. i'll probably go like early first thing saturday morning to go see us for us yeah yeah i got i, I bought um matrix on 4k mm-hmm. and supposedly it's supposed to be the closest looking version to the theatrical release um so i'm super excited you know because the D, the blu-rays and the dvds are you know, the colors are a lot different because the TVs don't have the range that mm-hmm. the movie theaters do. So I'm super excited to see what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. And just I'm in s- general, I, I haven't watched that movie in probably like, you know, uh, start to finish in like 10 years. Oh, really? It's definitely been more recent than I've seen it, but it's probably been at least three or four, I gotta imagine, minimum. Yeah, I catch it all the time. Like, it used to be on all the time, and I would catch, like, parts of it, but, like, sit down, start to finish. Yeah, it's been a while. Hmm. I don't know if I ever saw the movie in the theater. If I did, I don't remember it. I might have seen it in the theater. but I'm It was, I mean, obviously 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, so you would have been you would have been young. That's the, I mean, we'll talk about it, but that, that was one of the movies that had, like, no hype. Yeah. And then you just heard about it and heard about it and heard about it. 
Um, and it was just became like massive in the theaters. Yeah, I'm super excited to see it in the theater. Yeah. The second and third one are trash. Just hot trash. Yeah, they're definitely not definitely not on par. The first one's the best, no question. Yeah, I think it goes one, two, three. Yeah. Like I, the first I, one's the best. Second one is serviceable, but the CGI, because I've watched that one more recently for whatever reason, is not good. Yeah. Like the scene where the like the thousands of Agent Smiths fight Neo is oh, terrible. Yeah, it looks really bad. It's so bad. Dude, you and I could bust it out on the on cell phones right now. <laughs> Maybe we should you do try that. that? For the Well, we're gonna we're gonna do the uh the uh, stupid people, was it dumb people doing things or whatever? Mm. Where uh, that guy gets slammed on the, they jump over the couch and slam each other. We're doing that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Pretty excited <laughs> Bro- for that. Broken collarbone. Oh god. <laughs> uh, all right, dude. Well, I appreciate you jumping on uh, late at night. This is going to be a short episode, but I think these are prob. This is probably how it's going to be with these review episodes. You know, they're probably only going to be like 30, 35, 40 minutes, something like that. Unless Rob joins. If Rob joins, we're looking at like a two-hour pod. Right. But until Rob joins, shout out to Rob. I, I, mean, Rob. I feel like I do too, man. I feel like Rob should just be on every pod. <laughs> yeah, just the, I'm telling you, like he is the audio equivalent of, you know, the the talk show of the dude sitting in the back just drinking a cup of coffee, shouting out one liners that are just like pearls of wisdom. Who was it? So it was it's Andy on Conan, right? Yes. And it was Ed McMahon on the Johnny Carson show. I know it's dating myself. Look it up, kids. Yeah, I don't um, I couldn't either confirm or deny that. <laughs> All right, we'll just go with that's true. Okay. Um, yeah, we need him on. I think I, we just need Rob on standby. Yeah. Uh, maybe he can do like our, our intro or something. <laughs> Dude, like a Rob jingle? I don't know. Just cracking beers and talking fucking New York shit. Okay, I like it. It out is of, midnight of, his time. Yeah, whatever. Out of, out of nowhere, my wife the other day, Nick, was like, Hey, you you should go see Rob before the baby's born. And I was like, "What? I'm just gonna fucking show up at Rob's house and be like, hey, like I'm here for the weekend, bro.'" <laughs> That's like also in the next what, like three months, four months. Yeah, I mean the uh, ju- yeah, July sixth. Yeah, you got to You have to get on that. I mean, it's probably not gonna happen. Mm. I probably shouldn't even have just said it on the pod. Yeah, I'm probably gonna like follow up on the Discord and mention that you mentioned it. I mean, there's a real chance that you probably make it out there before I do. Here's the thing, like, I'll, I'll, I can up and go whenever I want. My bag is always ready. Accurate. Yeah. But you're going to be in a different country for, like, most of May. That's true. You're going to miss fucking Phoenix Fan Fest with, like, uh, with most of the crew. Yeah, I am going to miss that. It's fine. I, I'll, I'm going to be in Italy, so. I mean, but you won't be with Tyler. That's a bummer. Mm-hmm. 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 I tried to get Tyler to come out for fucking WonderCon. He wasn't having it. <laughs> it's true. I recall uh, you that. heard me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was like, let's do it. Oh, you were on the pod. Yeah, yeah. You you were there. Uh, yep. <laughs> he does have right. young ones, so I get it. Whatever, man. Whatever. We all we've all got we've all got issues. <laughs> we've all got problems. <laughs> True. All right. All right, buddy. Like I said, I appreciate you jumping on and uh we'll talk uh we'll talk next week. Yep. Thanks. All right, hope you guys enjoy these weekly movie reviews. We're gonna keep them going. Five star reviews. That's what we need on iTunes. Like, review, rate, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a hundred friends, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Give us a follow at The Morning Geekdom on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And until next week, shout out to Gary Oldman. <laughs>